1: Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Leese, and on today's episode of Murder Monday, we dive into the shocking baldy suitcase murder. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible, for sponsoring this episode. If you're a fan of audiobooks of any kind of genre, fiction, nonfiction, autobiographies, biographies, true crime, head on over to audibletrial.com slash Larry21 and go get yourself a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial of Audible, and without further ado, let's dive right in. Saturday, August 12, 2014 began like any other day on Indonesia's Bali Island. Guests from all over the world at exclusive St. Regis Bali Resort were enjoying the luxury services, including fine dining, a full spa, 24 hour Butler service, a swimmable saltwater lagoon, and a private beach. Rooms at St. Regis can cost anything between $500 and $8,000 a night, making the resort one of the most expensive ones on the island. Travelers who stay at St. Regis can expect to get the best possible service and one of the most luxurious experiences in Bali. Because of its its popularity, taxis are a normal sight in front of the resort any hour of the day. August 12th was no different. One particular taxi cab driver, I'm definitely going to butcher his name, uh, I, where t- Jana was flagged down that Saturday by a young couple. After placing their suitcase in the trunk and a couple of other bags in the back seat, the couple told the driver they needed to go back inside for a moment. Assuming they still had to check out the resort or pick up some more luggage, he happily waited, thinking the two would be back within minutes. However, he soon realized that was not going to happen. The time kept passing, first 15 minutes, then half an hour, and an hour. Finally, when nearly two hours had passed since the couple left, the driver thought he had enough. He walked to the reception, talked with a couple employees, learning the room number of the couple. But when the driver and the resort employees went to check on them, the room was empty. The couple had disappeared. Having no other options, he returned to his car, increasingly frustrated with the situation. Apparently, security guards of the resort took a closer look at the suitcase inside the trunk at this point and noticed something strange. The suitcase was full of red stains and appeared to be blood. Considering the owners of the bag had mysteriously vanished, the guard suggested that the driver take it straight to the police station. The driver agreed. He definitely didn't want to find out what was inside the bag himself. When the suitcase was opened by the officers at the station, they made a gruesome discovery. The half-naked and badly beaten body of an adult female had been stuffed inside the bag. The victim was quickly identified as an American tourist, 62-year-old Sheila Von Wiesmack. Sheila had traveled to Bali from Chicago where she had lived in the affluent suburb of Oak Park for many years together with her highly regarded jazz and classical composer, uh, husband I should say, James L. Mack. By the time Sheila's body was found inside the suitcase, James himself had been dead for over a decade. Back in 2001, James injured his foot on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Due to inadequate medical treatment, the injury resulted in partial paralysis and a lawsuit against Royal Caribbean, which continued for years. James himself never got to see how the suit was settled as he died from a pulmonary embolism during another vacation to Greece at the age of 76. It took another five years for the parties to reach an agreement. Sheila was awarded just over $340,000, and 500000 went to the estate of James Mack. Those who knew Sheila described her as a cultured lady and just a lovely person. She had amassed degrees in business and social work, and she was a member of a century-old Chicago book club called the Caxton Club and had interests such as Asian literature and Wagnerian opera. In 2008, after James's death, Sheila moved from Oak Park to downtown Chicago to be closer to the active art scene. Many of Sheila's friends had hoped that the move starting fresh would do good for her, and for some years it did until Sheila ended up beaten to death inside a suitcase on the island of Bali, and nobody could understand why. The autopsy concluded that Sheila had been hit by a blunt object, with blows to the face and head. The defensive injuries on Sheila's arms and hands, including bruises and broken fingers, indicate that there had been a struggle. Needless to say, the first people the police wanted to talk to were the couple who had left the suitcase with a poor taxi driver. When the officers went to St. Regis to speak with the employees, they learned something shocking. Sheila had not come to Bali alone. Instead, she had booked a room for 10 nights with her 18-year-old daughter, Heather. The surprises didn't end there. The investigators were also told that Sheila and Heather had been seen together with a third person, a young man. This person, however, wasn't registered in the same room with the Max, but in a separate one, which was booked later with Sheila's credit card. As the plot thickened and Heather or the young men were nowhere to be found, the police decided to track her cell phone and check her bank account records in addition to purchases made with Sheila's credit card. Immediately, the investigators noticed something.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: thing interesting. Sheila's card had been used to book a separate business class flight to Bali for a name for a person named Tommy Schaefer, Heather's 21-year-old unemployed rapper boyfriend. Were Heather and Tommy the young couple who left the suitcase with the taxi driver? Less than 48 hours after the discovery of Sheila's body, the police managed to track down Heather and Tommy in a nearby budget hotel about a mile away from St. Regis, thanks to the hotel staff. The employees had felt suspicious of the couple straight away when they checked in without luggage and later informed the police of their whereabouts, realizing Heather and Tommy likely were the two people on the news. The couple was taken into custody and immediately questioned. Both Heather and Tommy denied having anything to do with Sheila's murder, but they amazingly claimed to know who killed her. According to Heather and Tommy's story, a group of robbers had attacked them, killed Sheila, and stuffed her body inside the suitcase. Miraculously, the couple managed to escape unharmed and explained they left St. Regis without speaking to the police because they were too scared, thinking the gang would come after them. While it's not unheard of, of something like this to happen, the investigators doubted Heather and Tommy's version of the events. They had already learned that in the early hours of August 12th, the day Sheila was killed, she and Heather had argued in the lobby. The police have both had both CCTV footage of the argument and witness testimonies from people who saw Heather and Tommy placing the suitcase into the trunk of the taxi. So while the investigators didn't know what Sheila and Heather had been arguing about, they had enough to formally designate the couple as prisoners in connection with the murder on August fifteenth, twenty fourteen. Under Indonesian law, this meant Heather and Tommy were now under arrest, and the prosecution would decide whether or not to press charges. In the following days, the police learned Sheila and Heather didn't exactly have the warmest mother and daughter relationship. In fact, during the family, had, during the time the family had been living in Oak Park. The police were called to the family home 86 times. Yes, 86 times between 2004 and 2013. All the reports were about theft or domestic violence, Heather being the one harming her mother. One report from 2010 states Heather punched Sheila's broken ankle. In 2011, she broke her mother's arm, and in 2012 she bit Sheila hard enough to leave her bruise. On more than one occasion, Heather stole money from her mother as much as $1,000 at one go. Sheila's Sheila and Heather's problems only intensified when Heather met Tommy Schaefer as a student at Oak Park High School. Sheila didn't approve the relationship and did all she could to stop Heather and Tommy from seeing each other. But even selling the family home and moving to Gold Coast didn't do the trick. During the relationship, Heather reportedly fell pregnant twice and had an abortion both times with her mother giving her no other option. In fact, when the mother and daughter traveled to Bali... Heather was once again pregnant and trying to find a way to tell, tell her mother the news. On August 20th, the Indonesian police confirmed Heather's pregnancy. After suspecting she was only lying in hopes of being sent back to the U.S. A month later, on September 19th, Heather Mack and Tommy Schaefer apparently realized there was no way out of the situation and finally changed their story, admitting to the murder of Sheila von Wiesmack. According to the couple, Sheila had grown angry after learning Heather had booked a flight and room for Tommy. The situation only got worse when Heather finally told her mother about the pregnancy after talking about how to do it first with her boyfriend at the beach. The argument Heather and Sheila had in the lobby was a result of the news. The following morning, the fight continued and Heather apparently asked Tommy to come to her in her mother's room at about 8 in the morning. What happened next, we may never know, but Heather and Tommy claimed Sheila threatened to harm the unborn child with a knife. It was then that Tommy bludgeoned her to death with a decorative glass fruit basket. The couple claims they tried to resuscitate and contact authorities, but in panic, decided to hide the body in the suitcase. While Heather and Tommy's story sounds plausible, there was only one big problem. Based on Sheila's email exchange with her friends, she already knew about her daughter's pregnancy before the trip to Bali. Heather and Tommy were charged with premeditated murder on January 14, 2015. Under Indonesian law, conviction could have meant the death penalty. Before the trial started, Heather once again changed her statement, insisting she was innocent and petrified about about her future and that of her unborn child. In the end, the three-judge panel found Sheila's murder deliberate and premeditated and sentenced Heather Mack to 10 years in prison while Tommy Schaefer was given an 18-year sentence in April 2015. Heather did receive some leniency because of her baby daughter, Stella. Then a bomb dropped on September 23, 2015. Like Tommy's cousin, Robert, Bibbs was arrested and charged with conspiring with the couple to kill Sheila. He was sentenced to nine years in prison on June 2, 2017, following a plea deal. Apparently, Robert knew Heather had offered her boyfriend $50,000 $50, to kill her mother. One could argue she didn't deserve any kind of leniency, but the reality is that Heather Mack's legal battles are not over. Heather was eventually released from the Indonesian prison on October 29, 2021 at the age of 26. However, she didn't get to enjoy freedom for long as she was arrested by the FBI as soon as she returned to the U.S. Heather, along with Tommy, was charged with conspiring to kill Sheila Von Wiesmack in a foreign country, as well as obstruction of justice. Heather pleaded not guilty in November 2021, and is currently awaiting trial, which is set for next month. Just then, until then, we will know the final fate of Heather Mac. Let us know your thoughts on this case in the comments section below. Give us a thumbs up if you like the video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And of course, if you want to support the channel, help us grow, help us bring in new hosts and be able to pay them. Head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. You can give however much you want to give, whether it's a dollar, five dollars, fifty dollars. You can help the channel grow. As always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We will see you next time. And without further ado, let's dive right in.
0: Because- Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app.